Welcome everyone to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show filled with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host, James. James here, coming at you with episode number 40 of the Inside Japan podcast, brought to you by Patreon supporters and JobJapan.com. Guys, very special one today, one that is many, many months in the making. Today, I have an interview with someone working at Interact. That person's name is Andy. Um, he has worked his way up through the company, starting from your entry-level ALT position all the way to the main offices of Interact. So yeah, I don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, it's a, it's really want to say thanks to Andy for his time. Thanks to Interact for get, let, let me... Uh, do this interview. Uh, it's never easy when you have to, you know, you have to ask 18 layers of, of permissions to get this, make this happen. But Andy made the effort to make it happen. And now here we are. Here's the interview with someone that works at Interact. So you can learn all about Interact, uh, my former employer, I should say, uh, what what they're doing now, uh, what makes them unique, what it's like working there, how you, how you can also work up your way up the company and what you can do after Interact, right? So let's get to it without further ado. I don't want to spoil anything here. This is Andy from Interact. Thank you very much, Interact. And thank you very much, Andy. Enjoy. All right, guys, very special guest today. He's working for a company that I know you've heard of. That company's name is Interact. The person I'm talking to his name is Andy. How are you doing tonight, Andy? I'm doing all right, James. Thank you very much. How are you? Yeah, yeah. It's always nice to talk to uh, someone that worked at a uh, former employer of, my, employer of mine many years ago. So I like <laughs> to get the news of what's going on now these days. And uh, yeah, obviously a company, one of the biggest, if not the biggest ALT company in Japan right now. So it's, I know, very interesting topic for a lot of people. So thanks for taking time for this. I want to say that for sure, because I know it's not easy with big companies to let me talk to someone like you. Uh, and so it means a lot for on the interact side and your side, everybody else want to say thanks for the starters. Cause I know, uh, it will help, help share a lot of information with a lot of people. So thanks for that for sure. Uh, no problem at all. Um, I think your, your goal is very similar to our own is just helping people, uh, get, uh, get settled in here in Japan and start living and working in this, this country. So yeah, happy to help. Definitely. Okay. So let's get started with, uh, I guess we should learn about Andy first, right? So what are you doing with interact right now, my friend? Uh, at the moment, I'm the communications group manager, and that uh, involves uh, both uh, company internal communications between the office side, the, uh, the English and the Japanese side of the office, and then uh, also between the office and then the, the instructors or the ALTs there. Uh, okay. So it's, it's kind of hard to, it's, it's fairly, hmm, it's not something that the, the ALTs probably have a lot of contact with directly. Uh, but uh, the messages that we we create and, and pass uh, do get filtered out to the ALTs uh, reasonably frequently, actually. Um, but uh, I guess the other way to look at it would be any time that something happens in Japanese or in English, uh, there's a, a percentage of the company that will need help uh, understanding it in a different language, and so we come into play there as well. Awesome. So is that, I mean, I can, I think it's safe to assume this is not uh, a position that you start with the company with, I, I would imagine. I might be wrong there, but I'm guessing it's not your first job with Interact. So am I wrong on that? It did, how did you start with Interact or is it this, this position? Uh, you're, you're absolutely correct in your, your thinking there. <laughs> it's not some position that you'd probably drop an, a fresh person from the outside into because you need to know a lot about how the company, uh, the nuts and bolts, how they turn and work. Uh, so yeah, um, I first started with Interact back in 2007. Uh, I was in ALT up in Miyagi Prefecture uh, in, in the Miyagi BOE. So the high schools up there is where I was teaching. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I'd like to know um, how early in your 
alt career at Interact, did you start thinking, you know, maybe I could do something else? Maybe I want to go do more with this company. How long did it take to kind of get that feeling? Well, I think um, that's a good question. Uh, I think I was like a lot of people where I thought, you know, I'll come to Japan, see how it is. Uh, one year is a bit short. I want to stay at least two years to get some return on the investment of, of my time and also the flight money and everything getting over here. So I was thinking maybe two years in Japan, um, but I stick around for two years. And then uh, my managing consultant at the time said, you know, you're doing a pretty decent job. We'd like to put you in a bit of a higher level school if you're up for it. Uh, and then I stuck around there for another couple of years. And by that point, I was you know, about three, three and a half years into it. Um, and that was uh, around the time they were establishing the Sendai branch. And so uh, my my MC back then, he asked me if, uh, if I was interested in maybe taking on a different role within the company. Um, but really, it wasn't until probably that third year or so that I thought about uh, staying longer term in Japan and making, uh, I guess, a career step out of it rather than uh, just kind of taking the teaching and then going back to the, the U.S., Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, just like me, I said, I went two years in Japan too. And uh, that obviously didn't happen <laughs> 10, ten yeah. years later. Uh, so, <laughs> well, I, I want to know, you said the a keyword there, a high level school. So I think I could take that two ways, right? It's a high level, high English level school, or it could be a place where maybe it's a difficult school where they can't just put anyone, any ALT in there. Cause I know the schools exist. Mm. Uh, which one was it for you where they said high level school? Uh, in my case, it was, uh, it would have been a top 10 high school in, in Tohoku, uh, the region. So very academic. Uh, but I can kind of the funny thing is like even though it was it's a much higher level academically than the school I was at previously, the level of spoken English wasn't so different. I mean, the kids were still reasonably shy. And uh, what I found out actually from talking with the other Japanese teachers is it wasn't until you really get to the top of the top that the, the spoken level of English uh, really shoots up quickly there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the kids, I mean, they, they understood most of what I was saying. Uh, whereas at, at the previous school, I had to speak much more simply. So is that kind of high level school, though? So I'd be interesting in, you know, I, I, I can imagine there's a thousand ALTs on Interact and have, asking, having them ask you to go to a higher level school. I mean, that's got to be you got to be a good ALT, right? I mean, there has to be some level skill level there that was shown to like move you on. I mean, how do you think or maybe they told you what, what do you think makes you a good ALT to, to get this, this them to ask you this? I mean, I think that's pretty huge, right? I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. There are many, many ways to be a good ALT. Uh, the way that I went about it is just kind of the way that matches uh, what that kind of school is looking for. Uh, so I'm the kind of guy where, you know, I go into a lesson. Uh, I'm all right, first of all, not really knowing what the teacher is going to ask of me in the lesson that I'm working with there. Mm-hmm. And uh, my school teachers, they would just kind of throw grammar questions at me. And, you know, usually I have an answer and the answer ended up matching with what they they checked afterwards after class finished. Um, so it kind of took the weight off of my my Japanese teacher's shoulders there when the kids asked them maybe a tricky grammar question or why is it this word instead of that word. Um, and, and I guess that must have filtered back into the the Interact office. So um, my my schedulers and my MC kind of had that idea. It was like, oh, I guess if we need somebody to be able to answer these kinds of questions for a higher level set of students. Uh, Andy might be a good choice for that then. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you must have been good at those. I, I, used, to, I used to hate those questions. They'd ask a grammar point question. I'd be like, you know what? I don't know the answer to that question. So <laughs> maybe you were the person that knew those answers. I was like, I got to check that for you. I'll get back to you on that one. That happens a lot. Yeah. And that's no problem. I mean, uh, most of the ALTs that I've, I've worked with over the years, they're not great at grammar, but it doesn't matter. There are a lot of great ALTs that they just have pretty normal grammar or above average grammar. 
Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not the only way to be a good ALT is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. So yeah, that, that's cool. So you, you know, obviously they thought it well enough of you to, to go to this new school. And I want to know, did they, uh, did you have to trans to, to, to uh, move your living situation for that to, to go to that new higher level school? I did. Yes. I was, I was living in rural Miyagi at the beginning. Um, there's no station in town. And, you know, if you didn't have a car, you're basically walking a couple or, you know, 10, 20 kilometers through rice fields to get somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so I moved from, from that kind of area into, into the city of Sendai, uh, which is you know, 1.1 million people. So, uh, really the only large city north of Saitama, if you, if you look at it from a huge city standpoint. Yep. Interesting. So, that, I mean, that's obviously a, a big step to go to a different city. I mean, it's got to be exciting too. But then you start that new position and uh, yeah, obviously you rock it there as well doing what you do. And then you get to say, hey, you want to be in a different position. So oh, just so people know, because I know people would want uh, to 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 emulate what you're doing here. So what was your Japanese level like at this, at this point though? You know, um, I studied Japanese in high school in the U.S. Uh, it was an option at my high school in California. Uh, so that was just a bit odd compared to most people, I think. Um, but so I had a, a level of Japanese coming in. I could read basic kanji. I could read all the, the hiragana, katakana. Uh, but conversationally, I was, I was very, very limited when I arrived in Japan. Um, oh, but okay. living in the Inaka or living in, in the countryside there, uh, it gave me plenty of opportunities to, to practice speaking Japanese and listening to Japanese with everybody around me. Uh, so after, uh, by the time I moved to Sendai, uh, my, my Japanese was conversational at least, um, not necessarily polished, but I could get the point across and uh, be understood. Okay. And I guess even at the high level school, it wasn't like a required thing. Hey, uh, oh, Andy speaks Japanese, so let's send him there. Was it any part of it, or, you think, or no? Uh, they, they always want the ability to understand Japanese. They don't mind that uh, ALTs are unable to speak it so much. Um, but uh, they, they would like you to be able to understand what's being spoken. That way you can respond. Like if the students are saying something when they're confused, you, you know what they're saying. So you can kind of give them English feedback to lead them in the right direction. Okay. What's your, what's your policy? Uh, I guess I should say Interact's policy or Andy's policy of, about using Japanese in the classroom, right? I mean, what, what did you do then? Because obviously you were you obviously a highly evaluated ALT. So what, what did you, how did you handle that? Did you ever talk Japanese to students at all in class or no? Uh, in the class, uh, no. Uh, our policy is generally going to be uh, use English uh, because that's what most of the clients are going to want from us. Mm -hmm. um, I won't say that every client is like that. Uh, as, when I was working in the office as a managing consultant, I did visit schools where they just said, you know, the students, uh, they won't understand it if it's all in English. Please tell your ALT it's okay to use Japanese. Um, but by and large, they do want the ALTs to be speaking in English with the students because if they were okay with the Japanese being the primary language of communication, they just hire a Japanese person to do it. Yeah, yeah. I th that, someone said it the best. I forget who who it was now. I apologize to that person, but they said you're kind of talking yourself out of a job, right? If you if you just speak Japanese, then what's the right. kind of point of having ALTs in Japan, right? I mean, that's what we're there for. Uh, we're definitely more, we're here for for being more than just a foreigner in, in the classroom, right? So think about that out there, guys, <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah. So now you get this new you got this new position. So you said you you jump from ALT at this high level school to you said the managing uh was it managing coordinator? I think it's the verbiage there. What's it called? The managing. I would be managing consultant. Managing consultant yeah so that's that's a, a job that is definitely advertised sometimes on the interact websites like a hey you can get to this position if you if you you know it's a position you can work for and get towards uh so can you talk tell us about that though what kind of does that job entail uh 
Wow, that's a very uh, difficult question to answer simply, I think. Um, <laughs> if I had to, if you asked me what a, a managing consultant or an MC, what they do uh, in, in about one sentence or one word, I'd say basically you're, you're parent of many, many people. Um, and I mean, you don't have to do everything for them. We're, we're not talking about children. Uh, these are adults mm-hmm. uh, that we're managing. Uh, but we do help them settle in, uh, get settled in their local towns. And people have very varying levels of Japanese, so the amount of support that they need uh, depends on that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's, it's so much from from counseling to to telling them uh, how to, you know, simple things like what do I do if I want to go get money out of the ATM, or where do I go if uh, I have a cold? You know, what kind of doctor do I need to see? Do I need an appointment? Uh, that kind of basic life support. Um, to just things that happen uh, maybe sometimes you have the emergency incidents like uh, somebody gets into a car accident and they need to know oh you know i've just run into uh, this tree or i run into a wall somebody's hit me uh, what do i do next and then you get them on the phone with the police help them uh, fill out an accident report uh, and of course there's the the school side of things too uh, which is probably the, the the easiest thing to think of if you're not really uh, thinking deeply on the subject or you're not intricately involved in it. Uh, obviously, we got to help people uh, pick up the teaching skills, uh, the Japanese uh, social skills, uh, just the, the cultural knowledge and everything that they need to, to live and work and survive in Japan. Mm-hmm. I still remember my uh, MC. I think I think his name was Tom Tom Young. I think as was his name, and uh, he would always he, he would always seem like he had something to do. He was always busy and he was working a lot of hours and stuff. So it's it's fair to say you it's like a not a twenty four hour job, but you kind of are kind of on the clock all the time. Uh, that's uh, to some extent that's true. Uh, if if somebody has a car accident in the middle of the night, uh, they they will be calling you, and you you need to help them at that point. Uh, but uh, I mean, it just comes with the uh, comes with the role. Yeah, I think it's a. I think you got to be a caring person to do that job because you got to deal with a lot of people's problems and help them out when they need help. And you got to. You, you have to have some kind of carrying a bone in your body. I think is that fair to say? <laughs> oh, definitely, very fair to say. Um, but I mean, similar to being a parent, I mean, the reward is quite. Um, I remember every time I got a, a thank you email, or I mean, sometimes even a handwritten thank you letter from from my instructors. Uh, I mean, yeah, it felt really nice, and I appreciated them as much as they appreciated me. That's cool. That's cool. I, this is something I tell new ALTs that talk to me and ask questions to me. And I always say, uh, especially when you're just beginning, just starting as an ALT, the less you hear from your MC, the less contact you have with your MC, that means you're, the better job you're doing. Is, agree or disagree with that? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I have to agree with that. Uh, <laughs> but um, I mean, maybe maybe only somewhat. Uh, when, when, when teachers are new, we do actually have reasonable um, reasonable amount of contact. Mm-hmm. I think it's really those second year, those third year teachers that I, I, I'm really I'd like to apologize to because uh, once you get past that first year, there's kind of an expectation that you can take care of yourself for the most part unless an emergency does come up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really unfortunate that we do start to lose contact uh, with our more veteran teachers. It, it makes sense. Like, you, they, you know, they're good. So kind of, OK, they're kind of out of sight, out of mind. Not, not in a negative way, by the way. It just means you don't have to talk to them as much. Right. You know, they're doing their job well. And that's that's it. Right. Uh, that's yeah. Uh, when you're working at the branch level, that's that's the unfortunately that's uh, it happens more often than not like that. Uh, but mm-hmm. we are working from uh, what I'm doing now in the communications group to try and create connections uh, for our more veteran ALTs to to interact with the company too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's talk about that then. So let's talk about that jump, right? So you were managing coordinator for a while, and then somehow you got this job. So let's t- can you talk us about that that transition? 
Sure. Uh, actually, I spent a lot of time as an MC. Uh, around 2016, a, a different role was created called the, the company MC. Uh, and the company MC basically is uh, his or her job to help the MCs out in the region uh, that they're working in. In my case, I had three branches at that point. Uh, I was helping out the Mito branch in Ibaraki uh, and also the Kitakanto branch, which is based out of the Tokyo office, and then uh, the Chiba branch in, in Chiba. Uh, so that's kind of the, the step between being the MC and then what I'm doing now. Uh, although being the, the company MC is, I mean, it's just basically the MC at a, a larger scale and higher level there doing fairly similar help, uh, so similar work, sorry. Uh, and then, uh, oof, sorry, I lost my train of thought. And then I <laughs> come in here to Tokyo, uh, making the jump from MC or CMC into what I'm doing now. Uh, basically, the, the key there is just having a, a bigger picture view. Uh, one of the things that we just talked about, they're helping helping out our instructors with the, the, the daily life support and all the training and the teaching things. Um, there, are, there are a lot of teachers and uh, there are a lot of uh, other teachers that those teachers work with. And so that's a lot of people that you have to kind of take into account their, their uh, I guess, uh, their, their desires, their, their requests, and then kind of connect them. Uh, mm -hmm. Because uh, the Japanese style of communication is not always direct enough uh, to to kind of transmit those ideas between people directly. Uh, so a lot of you spend a lot of that time kind of helping people communicate with each other there, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's it becomes difficult if you have a lot of that, uh, and along with the emergencies and daily life support tasks, it becomes difficult then to kind of look at things from a, a higher a higher perspective to kind of get that big picture view. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what kind of what we try to do out of the Tokyo office is um, we, we focus less on the day to day and then try to help plan more uh, and create better systems to help free our people up to, to be able to do, uh, I guess, do more things and also do things at a higher level of quality. Every step of the way here, guys, if you're listening, Andy here has uh, moved up to the next step, the next step, the next step. So obviously you're doing something right. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, uh, was this another – was your step up to this – to the to the, the MC of MCs, what's it called? The company company coordinator. Mm -hmm. uh, that was uh, – was that another thing that they just – hey, Andy, you want to do this? You're, you're the best person for it or did you have to apply for that or how would that work? Uh, actually, every time – it's funny with this company. Every time uh, – Every time I've gotten a new job, I wasn't the one that brought it up. No, it's a short <laughs> answer. Um, but it's kind of interesting because, you know, I, I do something for a couple of years and then they say, hey, would you like to do something else? It's kept things nice and fresh for me that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but it, it was a job that they offered to me. Wow. I think it's, yeah, you, you, I think it's, it's awesome for you, but I think not everyone would do the job as well as you to get that. After. That's pretty good. So yeah, give yourself some credit there for sure. Well, I appreciate the kind words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So now, now you're at this uh, communications position, uh, kind of handling the communication side of things. Cause, and, uh, so can you go through, I mean, I know it's probably as the jet program says, every situation is different. Every day is different. But what's kind of a normal day like for Andy here? Okay. Um, well, let's see. It depends where you want to start. I guess uh, with the communications group that I'm managing, uh, there are two major components to it. One is very much just the what we talked about at the beginning, the communications side. And then the other half of it would be the, the career navigation program or, or CNP. Uh, I'm not sure if you had any experience with that while you were with us. Uh, I might have. I can't remember the name so okay. well. So yeah, explain it. Yeah. 
Uh, it's a relatively new program uh, that we started maybe about three years ago uh, within Interact. And uh, what we wanted to do with the career navigation program is provide our instructors with something beyond just kind of what they need to, to live and survive in Japan doing the job that they're doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it comes from an understanding that there are now, I mean, we are the largest ALT provider aside from Jet, um, but there are other companies that people could choose to go with. Yeah. And uh, we didn't want to kind of limit ourselves to, well, I mean, pe- location is very important to many, many instructors. And so we didn't want to limit ourselves to just purely competing on location. I and mean, we have contracts in, in all the prefectures aside from Okinawa. So we're relatively well off there. Um, but uh, there are places, you know, that will kind of switch providers every few years. And we didn't want to kind of leave that to chance where people might leave our company just because we don't have the exact location they want. And we wanted to create something that we could give back to our instructors that are working with us. And one of those things was the career navigation program. Um, And uh, in it, we have a bunch of uh, components in it to help people develop themselves, uh, not only for their jobs and their careers, but also just kind of learn more about uh, who they are, uh, what motivates them, and the, the type of work style that they have. Uh, we would give them a survey to kind of tell them their motivation type, whether they like to uh, continually try a lot of new things or like they like to take one idea and really develop that uh, really in, in depth and to its full extent. Uh, and then likewise, we kind of talk about the kind of their preferences or their tendency in, in terms of skills. Are they somebody that uh, likes to Mm, really are they somebody that likes to sit down and uh, really push through tasks uh, quickly and then uh, try to get other people to do the same thing or are they more likely to uh, wait for somebody to come to them and say you know we really need to do this so can you start working on this project for us Uh, it's just the different tendencies that people have and i mean it's not a it's not one or the other. A lot of times, it's depending on your interests, you might be one way for one thing and then be the opposite way for a different subject there. Mm-hmm. So I guess, the, the, you know, the internet, the, the, the cynical side would say, hey, so if I know this information, though, I'm still at the end of ALT, right? So what can I do with that information, you think? Oh, exactly. Uh, so that's one one piece of the, the larger picture there. Um, and building on top of that, we provide portable skills training, uh, which means things that you can use in any job that you, you might uh, take in the future to. Uh, we have seminars to help people uh, learn uh, how to improve effective communication skills, uh, effective listening and effective feedback skills. And then even beyond that, we've, we've started to provide also literacy training, uh, which is uh, things like uh, more more specific job skills that can be used. Uh, one of the obvious ones is we have a free JLPT course for all our new overseas hires. Oh, okay. uh, so if they want to learn Japanese, we do provide uh, an online course to them free of charge. Uh, and then we have uh, agreements with the same provider to give discounts to Interact employees. Uh, and they have courses covering up to N2 uh, that we, we have sourced with them for now. Interesting. That's a good. I think it's a good It makes sense because, you know, one thing... I, you can, you've heard, I'm sure you've heard too, is all the kind of dispatch companies are kind of, they're all the same, right? So it kind of makes sense that Interact is the biggest. Maybe they have the best opportunity to provide something more. And it sounds like stuff like this can do that for sure. Oh, exactly. And uh, I mean, we have more concrete kind of, I guess I, I say concrete in terms of actual job positions. Um, I think one of the reasons they might have 
put me in this position is that I did come up through the company and uh, we do hire people for what we call the management trainee program, uh, which is uh, an intermediary step kind of between being an instructor and then being somebody in the office. Uh, but you get to spend time uh, with us in Tokyo learning about uh, what makes the company run, our company processes, policy, and then uh, spend time getting on the job training in one of the branches or one of the departments in our company. Uh, and that, that contract as a management trainee lasts about a year. And uh, after that, then uh, a lot of our management trainees have gone on from there to become uh, either trainers or MCs in the branches too. Hmm. That's really interesting. That really sounds really cool. I mean, for, for me too, when I, when I would say this, that, that came out before my time, feels three years, after, after my time, feels three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I did, it didn't, it does seem like there's kind of, well, I can be an ALT for, for here for a while, or if I want to do something else, I got to get out of this co- company, right? But if you have that kind of bridge, I think it'd be very more you know, motivating for people for sure. Um, that'd be pretty cool. I, it, like if, when I was around, I would have left like that program for sure. Like, I have the step there for me because, you know, finding that next job in Japan, is not always easy for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Oh, you're absolutely right. And uh, that's that's definitely one of our, our goals for the program there, too. Uh, whenever we do recruiting seminars, uh, one of the pieces of feedback that we do get from people that talk with us um, is after they hear about the career navigation program, they say, oh, actually, I'm pretty surprised. Anytime I talk to the other uh, ALT dispatch companies, it's, it's basically when I ask them, do you have any other jobs besides teaching in schools? Uh, generally, they say no. Um, but I mean, a company of our size, I guess that's one of our advantages is that uh, we do have uh, the internal career opportunities too. Okay. Um, but we are also working to try and create connections outside of our company uh, and uh, provide job opportunities outside of Interact as well uh, for, for teachers that uh, for, for whatever reason choose to leave us. Uh, we are looking into ways to connect them with other jobs in Japan too. That's cool. Yeah. And I, I, how does this work? You might not be able to answer this. Uh, so if you can't, it's totally fine. Uh, how does that work with you? Because know, you know how the ALT contracts are set up is mostly year to year, right? So mm. you're putting that that system is available, even if the person has like most people do have a one year contract, right? That's correct. Uh, anybody that's working with us is, is more than welcome to join uh, and take part in any part of the CNP. Oh, cool. uh, but it's funny that you had mentioned that the ALT contracts are, are for one year because uh, starting in, in April, uh, we'll have uh, a lot of teachers actually moving over to indefinite term employment. Uh, so those contracts will run uh, until they retire if they, if they don't resign or or do something that they shouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's always a, the risk. But that That is huge news, right? I mean, that is something that's really... Uh, I, I would th- think one of the biggest negatives of being LT, it's it's when you it's a good job when you're if you don't if when you first especially when you're just beginning your career in Japan, right? It's an awesome job, uh, but the career lack of stability, uh, the lack of knowing if you have a job in three years or four years time is really the worst part. But if if that can switch, is it, what are the requirements do you need to be able to get that though? Do you have to work for a certain amount of years first? Ah, uh, that's absolutely right. Yeah, um, it's uh, a new kind of law that the the Japanese government updated uh, back in 2013. And it says that if you work uh, for five consecutive years, then you'd be eligible for indefinite term employment after that. Okay. So, yeah. So, you have to follow that rule. And unlike some companies that I know uh, other companies have kind of found ways to skirt around this, Interact is not skirting around it. They are offering that to the, the teachers, right? Oh, uh, we have a lot of teachers moving over very, very shortly. Yep. Okay. There you go. So, <laughs> pretty cool, pretty cool stuff there. Um, I, I guess I, I have some questions here written about how to be how to apply for Interact. I mean, for me, it's just a... What do you want to say? I guess I should ask it anyway. So uh, mm-hmm. if someone wants to work in Interact, what do you think is the good way to apply? I mean, is it what skills do you like to see? What are things in the resume do you like to see for anyone out there uh, that wants to work for Interact? What kind of things do you like to see in that resume? 
one of the most important things uh, is flexibility. Um, a lot of times people will apply and uh, if you if you know where you want to go and you're very specific about it, uh, it, I mean, it just becomes more difficult naturally to get exactly where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you if you're flexible and you're willing to go anywhere in the country, uh, it becomes easier to get a job. That's uh, should be fairly logical, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the other things that uh, uh, we'd like to look for is, is going to be you know experience working with children because that's that's the heart of the job. There is you're in schools working with uh, some some age of students, either from kindergarten all the way up through high school. Uh, but if you have experience working with children, uh, that that's always a plus as well. Mm-hmm. And then obviously teaching experience. Uh, teaching experience is good, um, but uh, I guess I'd I'd weigh that against. Uh, if you have teaching experience, you still need flexibility because the way that they teach in Japan might not be the way that they teach in the country where you taught before, too. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. just the the kind of uh, adaptability. I think is like the key, the buzzword. That's it works for ALTs in every every step of the way. Adaptability is something you need to have, right? Oh, definitely. Yes. And then probably what you talked about before, if you understand the Japanese language, that's that's going to help you out as well. Cool, cool. So uh, over this, this trends of the ALT, uh, ALT career, industry in general. Um, so have you, have you guys, just for anyone doesn't know, uh, the government put in the rule by 2020, we got to have an ALT in every school. Uh, and also English would become mandatory from third grade to fourth grade. Uh, what kind of changes has Interact had to put in for that? I mean, have you been hiring a lot more people or, or have you been trying to get curriculums ready for third and fourth graders? What have you done that way? Uh, that's a very good question, actually. Yeah, uh, we've done a lot. Uh, it's, it's something that uh, goes on behind the scenes a lot of the times and there, there's really no direct outlet to share that with the world, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you're absolutely right. We've, we've created a lot of new lesson plans. Um, We've created new lesson plans for the fifth and sixth grade books. Uh, let's try and we can. And also for the third and fourth grade uh, students as well. And uh, actually, it's, it's, it's quite crazy the amount of work that went into that because uh, you know, we're not quite at 2020 yet. Uh, but there are a lot of boards of education that have already started with the, the new kind of theory where the third and fourth graders should have English every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there isn't really a, a, a mass agreement yet between all the BOEs out there. Uh, that how many lessons a week or, you know, for fifth and sixth grade and also how many lessons for the third and fourth graders. So we've had to tailor our lesson plans to, to match all the different requests, uh, whether they be, you know, third and fourth graders are just still getting it once a month, maybe twice a month, or if they're already getting it every week. And likewise, with the fifth and sixth graders, they're jumping from 35 hours per year of lessons up to 70 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we've had to tailor our lesson plans to, to be able to cover any any of that range from 35 to 50 to 70 hours there. Yeah, yeah. Has the has the workload changed? I mean, since since back in my day, is <laughs> that like old guy? Back in my day, <laughs> uh, you know, most schools I would have two, three, four class a day, uh, and that was kind of it. There's one school, you know, I had to do six class a day, and I would like, oh, that's my tough school. Yeah. Uh, but has the workload gone up a lot in the last uh, five, three, four, two years, or everything? Because since all these more people want more and more English for each person. It uh, changes very quickly, actually, and uh, the reason for that is exactly what you said. You need more lessons, so you need more teachers. Uh, the, sometimes a board of education is maybe not as quick to be able to get a budget as a different one, and so they might have a year where they d- don't really have enough teachers. They, they can make it work, but it's maybe uncomfortable for their ALTs. Uh, like you're saying, if, they, if you only have 
a school one day a week, uh, you're probably teaching a lot of lessons at that school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then they catch up eventually, right? Because they know that they find out very quickly. Yeah, yeah, we were right. We need another teacher or two in this in this town. So let's get the budget for next year so that we can get enough teachers. And uh, it, it moves in the right direction. Is is what I'm happy to to find there. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, I want to know: Is there anything that you kind of when you talk to a person, interacted with someone, an interact teacher, you said, I know this guy is okay, right? I know this guy knows what he's doing. He's going to be a good LT. And on the converse of that, is there anyone you, how, that you dealt with that you knew right away, like, oh, this person might be a little bit tougher for us to deal with? Was there any kind of traits that they shared or did not share, you think, you can share with us? Mm, that's a, it's a tough question because the, the things that make you good or make you successful can be different. So it's hard to pinpoint any kind of common characteristics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I suppose, I mean, I'll just go back to flexibility and adaptability. Uh, because the Japanese teachers at the schools move around every year too, I mean, we, we're unable to, as a company, know uh, exactly where they're going to end up the next year. So if we knew where the Japanese teachers would end up, then we kind of have an idea of the type of person that uh, the kind of ALT that's coming in because we get to talk with them before they show up and then we meet them at training. So if we knew the other half, we'd be able to match match people up better. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, really, I mean, flexibility is going to be uh, the big one there. Mm-hmm. Somebody that has a lot of specific requirements or wants things to be a certain way or done a certain way is going to uh, make it, I guess, statistically more difficult to succeed. But then, <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't mean 100% they're not going to succeed, though, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's just should be, that's fair to say for sure. How about this question? I, I want to ask you, because I know you you know online, and uh, I think Interact gets a bad rap as being the big bad Interact. Wow, they, they, the, 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 I think it's really just a, uh, a review of the ALT industry as a whole, right? You get all the bad stuff. Oh, that's Interact stuff, right? Um what are you doing anything do you do first of all do you hear about that and do you guys do anything to kind of fight that are you working on that like do you think it's important to what the internet what the the public images of interact i think the public image is is always going to be important Uh, if you have a a very very bad public image uh, people aren't going to want to come and work with you Mm. Uh, so of course that's important um yes i mean we are aware of uh some of what's being posted or talked about online um, it's difficult to be aware of everything because the internet is, is just too huge for that yeah <laughs> um, but uh, I, one of our challenges is going to be our scale all the, all the time right I mean if you have one percent of our company uh, who's unhappy uh, it's, it's a lot more people than one percent of one of the smaller companies out there uh, and uh, very often on the internet you get uh, you get the echo chambers of people who have very similar thoughts and opinions talking to each other and uh, things tend to kind of i guess they they can get larger than the issues can become larger than they actually are in reality uh, when when you have that sort of situation um but uh, we are working uh, we are we do work hard to to try and uh, make things better for our teachers there um, yeah I think it's also a little bit of a the loudest percent are the are the ones that are kind of the most unhappy about whatever they can be unhappy about anything, right? Japan's not what I expected. It's Interact's fault, right? I think that happens a lot. You know, it's like uh, Japan is not turning out to be what I wanted it to be, and if, in, instead of trying to make positive changes or change anything about their life, it's time to complain. They go to complaining on the internet, right? I mean, that's just something that's going to happen. You don't have to comment, I know, but that's just what that's just what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's sad but true, you know. Oh, you're absolutely right, and. Um... 
one of the things that I go through with um, the Japanese staff that I work with uh, anytime I, I move to a different office is to kind of going through with them uh, what goes through my mind when I'm trying to talk with one of our ALTs. Uh, and a lot of the times, um, I mean, you get people coming from different countries to Japan. Uh, they're not used to the way that people communicate here. Uh, a lot of the times we'll be talking with an ALT, giving them feedback that the school had given us. And the ALT might not actually believe us because they're at school. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. That They don't have any sense that there was anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And then they get a call. And as you said, I mean, unfortunately, we spend probably too much time calling with bad news rather than as much time as we should calling with good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people start to dread that phone call. Um, and uh, if, if things don't, get fleshed out well enough or if the communication is not quite where it needs to be, then sometimes the ALT feels like it's, it's the company saying something that's just untrue, yeah. Uh, which, which, yeah, it's not a good, it's, everybody loses in that situation. So uh, it's something that we, we try to avoid. Um, it's, it's not a hundred percent like everything else in this world though. Yeah. 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 What do you, what's something you wish people knew about like the ALT position that would, you think would make them, less uh like less likely to get unhappy with it right is there any kind of thing you want to share that hey inner alt job is like this so if as long as you know that you're cool you know you know what i mean it's kind of a bad way to ask a question if you know what i'm saying oh i, I think i understand what you're trying to get at um if i could tell people looking to become an alt one thing i'd say uh, the alt is a a sensei, a teacher working in a Japanese school. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're a sensei or a teacher in a Japanese school, it's your job to uh, help the school produce Japanese people. Uh, sometimes that means you're teaching them things that are not directly aligned with the values that you, you learned when you're growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is your job as a sensei in a Japanese school to uh, help create Japanese people. Yeah. And I think that's fair to say, uh, for sure. So Andy, you were awesome today. Thanks for sharing so much information. Um, I think it's really awesome you took the time to do this. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's going to help a lot of people. I guess a final final question for you, though. Uh, I gotta I like to give some kind of advice or something. So, what do you think? How about how about this? What what do you think is like the perfect length of being an ALT career of an ALT? Um, do you think it still should be something that someone could do ten years, or do you think it's like a a good stepping stone of three, four, five, six years, and then you go into something else? What, do you have any opinion on that? I think really it just depends on what you want to do while you're in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it can be a very long career. Uh, we have a lot of ALTs who have been working with us longer than 10 years. Um, I, my guess is they're probably doing something else uh, besides ALT work too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, I mean, yeah, typically it's going to be something along the lines of two, three, four years uh, that puts you on a, a career path to a different job, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so guys, but as you can see, you can stay with Interact and raise to the heights of and- that Andy did. You know, he's up there in Tokyo in this cush office, you know, just chilling, right? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. He's working his ass off. But you can do that. If you do that too, Interact is a great place to work. And even if you don't end up working in Interact, you will still, like you said, with this kind of sharing these skills, these kind of training things, you could use it somewhere else. So as long as you put in the hard work, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like... Uh, at any job, you should do your, do hard work, right? <laughs> but uh, uh, if you, it, it just, it's just cool to see talk to someone like you that really did straight with the same company, and uh, you know you made it happen. That's really cool. Uh, what's kind of is there a next step up for Andy here though? If you if you keep doing this job so awesomely, what's what's next? CEO, what? Let us know. <laughs> CEO, uh, I don't know if that's on the career path there, but uh, there are a few people that I work with uh, that uh, 
I mean, and, and you, who knows, it might be another office too. Uh, part of the, the office life is that you might be asked to help out in different locations across the country too. Uh, so it, there are a lot of possibilities out there, uh, but that's one of the things that makes the job so great is that uh, it doesn't get old. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. So I would, please, if you're interested in working at Interact in any way, I just want to learn about, they just updated the website too. So go check it out for sure. If you're just interested in what they're doing and all this awesome things they have there, it's at interactnetwork.com. Andy, you're the best. Uh, I really think it's really nice to talk to you, someone that, you know, just worked up the ranks. You know, it's nice to talk to someone like that that uh, made it happen and, uh, you know, helped a lot of other people make it happen in your time as well. So keep it rocking, Andy. Good luck. Maybe I'll talk to you down the line uh, for, you know, interact updates or something. Uh, it'd be awesome. So, yeah, have a good one, man. Hey, thank you, James. I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast. Dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you. Check out ALTinsider.com. And for regular up-to-the-minute job postings, check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig. Please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of Japan, and good luck! Gambate! Jobsinjapan.com